0: It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin-Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's
1: Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central, and welcome to tonight's special edition of Blue Darter Sports Central. Bowling and barbecue coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue right in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street. It's a championship night on Blue Daughter Sports Central as we are featuring the three-time state champion high school bowling team, our own Apopka Blue Daughter Boys bowling team, and consecutive two-time individual bowling champion Petey Vergus will be joining us as well invite you to come on up to porky's we're going to hear the entire story from start to finish of one of the state of florida's most outstanding high school athletic programs and cultures apopka blue darter bowling i want to let you know our program of course is hosted and sponsored by our friends at porky's and presented by florida door solutions do you have garage door problems florida door solutions has your solution You can find it more at com. That's com, and you'll be hearing more about Florida's best garage door company throughout our program tonight. But right now, I'm pleased to introduce Demetrius Virgos, father of Petey Virgos, and I guess maybe the godfather of Apopka Blue Darter Bowling, and Coach John Hauser, who led Apopka
2: Blue Darter Bowling to their very first state championship. Thanks for having us here, Roger, today. It certainly is... uh an honor to have um, coach hauser senior here you know uh, we don't get to see him that much and uh, he was a part of that wild ride the first year where we were able to uh, achieve something that we uh, we th- we thought we could do it but uh, we knew it would be a hard thing to do and he led us to it and uh, it started the whole thing you know uh, we we went on to win two more but uh, he was a catalyst behind it coach hauser thank you for joining us again
1: I can hear you. All
3: right, good. All right, now I can hear myself. Hey, that's great. Thank you guys for having me so much, and uh, I appreciate you all doing this special. It is a wonderful story. The The history of Apopka Wrestling goes back a long way before me, and uh, there are some storied uh, you know, uh, uh, bowlers from the past, and they've always had a good uh, program. And a lot of that has to do with uh, that we have a good local uh, lane, the Wekaiva Brunswick. I believe they changed their name now. To... Yeah, I
2: think they're Bo Moore now, but they still, they're still still Brunswick.
3: Right. So uh, when I was able to uh, get uh, take over as the head coach of the program in 2010, I really didn't know uh, what I was getting into. <laughs> And uh, I learned a lot. But uh, Apopka has a great history. There was a lot of good bowlers back then. We had Kyle Paxton, I believe, was a state champ back in 2005 or six. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I took over the program, um, I had—I knew I had a good program, uh, but I certainly didn't see what the future would bring and, and all the things that were going to happen in the four years that I was able to coach uh, uh, Apopka uh, bowling.
1: Well, Demetrius, you were there from the beginning, and... Why don't we just start and talk about how this whole thing kind of came into being, because it's a variety of different factors that just kind of came together. Part of it was Coach John Houser uh, as being our first coach, and ironically, his background was in wrestling. In fact, he's a Hall of Fame wrestling coach, not in bowling. And uh, we just had a a variety of different bowlers, personalities coming together as the players, as the bowlers on the team, Uh, great parents. And uh, one of those, of course, was your son, Petey Vergas.
2: Yeah, it's actually a kind of a neat story. Uh, you know, Petey was uh, in eighth grade, and he was bowling at a high level, and he had a lot of friends at both schools that came out of the same program that Coach Hauser was talking about at Brunswick. Uh, a lot of really talented kids, and both teams were doing really well, but Wakava seemed to have that edge on the Popka in the, in the districts at the end of the year, and they seemed to have more of a, of a polished team. And a lot of those guys who were in Wakiva that knew Pete wanted him. They were lobbying for Pete to go to Wakiva because my son had a choice on which school he could go to. And uh, you know, it, it was it, it was kind of like we never met Coach Hauser. The knock on Hauser for my son was uh, all the other kids said he, the guy didn't know anything. He's a wrestling coach, <laughs> so he didn't want to go to a Popka. Uh, I but, wanted him to, but he to, did
3: go to a Popka. Why? Why did he end up going? Uh, well. Is- Demetrius, this is a kind of a key to the whole state thing, is what was the key that brought your son to come to a park?
2: Well, he'll never admit it, and he's in attendance today. Maybe you could ask him later on in the show, but along came a friend named Grant DuBay, and they started uh-huh. bowling together uh-huh. uh, on a league, uh-huh. and I never met the kid, and uh, uh-huh. Pete's like, uh, this is my new friend. And then three weeks later, I found out he was the captain of the bowling team for a pop mm-hmm. and pete told me on the way home one night i'm gonna bowl for a pop gun i'm like really what, why i thought you didn't want to go there he's he no i'm going there so that was pretty much it uh, grant took him in that day for tryouts and uh he met coach hauser and um and that was mm-hmm. it you know he became a member of the blue darters uh-huh. so i don't yeah, know if yeah, coach yeah. hauser um, yeah was
3: recruiting or <laughs> i you know i knew about pete i had heard about pete i had a when i took over the team in 2010 we were not slouches us and we were you know at the top of our district uh coach uh kurtz dave uh was amazing at we knew all his stuff Uh, Bud was helping them a lot, and they had a great program. But we had great bowlers, too. I took over from Kim Kampf, and her parents were both bowling coaches. They had coached at West Orange and at Apopka. Um, So there was a tradition there, um, and there were some really good bowlers. Dakota Smith was a really top-notch bowler that I had. Anthony Carter, uh, Anthony uh, uh, Perez, uh, Connor Preston. I had uh, some really decent kids, okay? But then my second-year coaching, um, we didn't even get out of the district, though. I mean, won a lot of matches. Second-year coaching, we won the Metro, still had a great team, uh, and I picked up the Thornton brothers who came out. out the twins, yeah. The twins, okay? So I got the Thornton brothers, and they were really good. So the future looked good. I graduated a couple of bowlers, and I guess uh, 2012 would have been my worst year. Uh, still only lost about five duels or or meets, but I think the thing that I did, the thing that I did that was the smartest thing I ever did was my freshman, I mean my second year getting the freshman Grant Dubay and seeing him as the future of the team and appointing him captain. If you listen to the story Demetrius has told, it was the relationship that Grant had with Petey that brought Petey to a popka, I knew about Petey. I knew he was going to go to Wekaiba. He's got the great coach, the great program. I wasn't going to see Petey. When Grant brought me Petey his junior year, the beginning of the 2013 season, and he walked into my classroom and said, Hey, Coach, hey, I want you to meet Petey Vergos. From that day forward, I was coaching a state championship team, and I told him that every day in practice. I knew we were great already. I knew this kid was going to be what we needed. To, to make it to the top and i sold that to him from that day on what a great story and it just illustrates
1: how in any championship team so many different parts so many different moving parts need to come together in order to create that so s- many that intangibles synergy. yeah exactly
2: and you know and what's neat about the story is to this day we're, we're talking uh well, going on four years removed from the first championship and uh pete and grant remain to be great friends best friends i mean um, almost like brothers you know uh, they, they they go to each other's events every award show that pete has you know we've gone to a few things you know, grant goes with us and uh if, if we kind of uh we give grant a lot of credit we, would, we feel like we wouldn't have experienced all that if he went to wakaiba because wakaiba had a good team but their team disbanded after that year. They were all seniors. I said, "Well, Pete, you're going to be on an island by yourself. We got the Thornton boys over here. We got Grant. Got Nick Moyer. Got we the got Thornton we, twins. We got you, you know we if we if we go far, we can have a, another team and get stronger. And then the next year, we're going to still have some leftovers. So we'll be experienced. But we never thought that we go one, two, three. I mean, it, it, I always used to tell these guys, it was just magic. It was like we were on a magic ride." And I also want to continue to talk about the role of Coach Hauser
1: because I think one of the fascinating aspects of this story, is, as he has said, and it's well known, um, Coach Hauser's background is in wrestling, not in bowling. He's not a genius, if you will, on the fine points of the game of bowling. But I think this illustrates that you don't have to be know every jot and tittle of a sport, all the minutiae of a sport, to be a great coach. There's so many other elements in, in building a winning team, uh, Putting a, a team together, winning on the field or in the alley, if you will, that go beyond just just the fun, just the, the basic minutia of a sport. And, and Coach Hauser has, is is a, is a is a genius and a master of those intangibles of how to put all the parts, recognize the parts, and then put all the parts together.
3: Well, thank you so much. Um, I'd like to say I was a genius. I'd also like to just say I'm, I'm one very lucky guy who's had a, a, an outstanding career in wrestling and in bowling. And uh, I was very blessed. And I also uh, had great help. I mean, Bud Endicott, who is the guy, the youth bowling guy at Wikaiba. It took me under his wing especially my first year I mean when these guys saw me coming out to the bowling alley with my you know my long hair and a, a pretty loud you know uh, not used to the bowling etiquette and all the things that were going on I think they thought you know this guy's gonna be a, a they thought know.
2: Sammy Hager was yeah yeah <laughs> I'm not sure
3: I'm not sure what they thought they were getting um, but I, I you know I did try my very best to study the game to learn what I could do to coach and bud was very helpful and you know emphasized. The the, the 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 baker the baker game and um, you know I think maybe I got a little you know whatever I did um, I also had you know to kind of prove myself to other, the other coaches and, and to my team I, I, I believe it needs to be fun for everybody and uh, and I always kept that in mind and kept it fun and I've also I'm not a guy that is quiet. I like to motivate my guys. I like to have slogans, phrases, t-shirts, all that stuff. But I'll tell you, if it wasn't for the fundamentals of the bowling that they got from having Bud Endicott and the guys the leagues that they had, I wouldn't have been able to do what I do, which is to get them, you know, fired up to go out and have some fun because they had to have the skills to do it. I began with. But I think also that
1: speaks to that, that deft, light touch, if you will, of not overcoaching. I think if those of us who watch sports a lot, we see a lot of overcoaching out there. You had the confidence and the common sense and the good judgment to see, hey, these guys know that they're good bowlers already. Um, first of all, don't mess them up. But then secondly, what can I bring to, to get them up to, to another level and what you really brought... And, and well, what is it's crucial um, to, well, 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 to the to the bowl, the bowling? That a lot of people don't get is kind of similar to golf. It, it's a it's a head game. So much of it is psychological. Uh, yeah, you've got to have right good form and good mechanics and all that. But but when you get in these crucial, super high pressure matches, it's a, it's a psychological game at that point, and that's what Coach Houser really really uh, excels in.
2: Well, I kind of you know there's there's a coach that coach in the NFL that you're very familiar with, and. Uh, he actually coached. Uh, I think. I think George Halas actually coached underneath him. It's Marv Levy. Marv Levy was um, a very, very intelligent NFL coach. He had the success of the Buffalo Bills. They won four. They uh, lost four Super Bowls in a row. But he, he led that talented team. But he was more of a motivator, and he delegated, and he didn't try to change the talent of the team. He tried to put a team together according to their strong attributes. Uh, John's strong points was, you know, setting the lineup. Um, Psychologically, knowing where a kid was at different times of the season, that was changing in confidence levels.
1: We'll pick that up when we come back from our break. Friends, you're listening to Bowling and Barbecue tonight, and we're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue on Apopka's hometown station, 1520 WBZW want to let you know our program is sponsored by our friends at florida door solutions and before we go to break let me give you this quick word from our friends over at florida door solutions where you can find out more at fladoor.com that's fladoor.com calling up at CS, we're at porky's 256 east main street in apopka we'll be right back
0: it's blue darter sports central on 1520 wbzw your hometown station It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station.
1: Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Bowling and Barbecue on Blue Darter Sports Central. Coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue, 256 East Main Street in the heart of downtown Apopka on a beautiful summer evening have a huge contingent of Apopka Blue Darter bowlers, their parents, and their fans and coaches here with us on bowling and barbecue at Porky's. Before we go back to our guests, who right now include Demetrius Virgos, Coach John Houser, and also Coach Bud is here now joining us, will join us in this segment. want to, of course, let you know that our program is sponsored by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? to Door Solutions has your solution. to Door Solutions carries all the best brands in the garage door industry and services all types and brands of garage doors. You can find them at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com or hit them up at 866-FLA-DOOR. to Door Solutions. Proud to support Popular Blue Dollar Athletics on 1520 WBZW. Let's go back to Demetrius Virgos. And now we've got Coach Bud joining us, and, you know, very pleased to have him because he's played a huge role in the development of this three-time championship Apopka Blue Daughter Bowling culture.
2: Yeah, and, and uh, one thing to touch on is Bud's uh, effect on bowling doesn't just end at the Apopka uh, School. Um, there is a plethora of bowlers that went through that program that bowled for Wakaiva uh, Lake Brantley, a lot of surrounding schools, Circle Christian. that that they learned underneath the tutelage of uh, Bud in that school. And as we talked, we were fortunate enough to have a coach like Coach Hauser that is a a wrestling high school hall of famer. Uh, We also had the luxury of having a bowling coach that was voted the Youth Bowling Coach of the Year in the United States. Um, It's not too shabby. And when you get guys with those kind of credentials, no matter what they're coaching, um, they, they know the psychology of an athlete. And that's, and that's what we were touching on before, how uh, how how Coach uh, Hauser took maybe something that people thought was a weak point. He didn't have as much knowledge. But he instead of him trying to do it alone, got a little support from Bud. But then he had this other thing that he brought to the table that we might not have got from a person that had the knowledge of bowling. So we, we had the best of both worlds. We had the technical side, and we had a guy that knew psychologically how to get inside the heads of these young men and never to give up and and just how to get inside the other team's head
3: yeah that he did a lot that sounds simple um, I'd like to say that Bud Endicott is not just a great trainer of bowlers um, but he's a, a great trainer of bowling coaches because I think what he d- did with me was over the, the three uh, you know years leading up to our championship season was basically uh, play Obi Wan Ken- Kenobi t- for me uh, to you know watch me go through my different stupid things and, and basically uh, and guide me to the path you know whereby my last year when we were you know i was having them play baker you know 90 percent of the time i was benching guys with, with a good first game and why was i doing that they didn't know but i was getting advice from obi-wan kenobi you know so uh the things that bud did for me i could never repay him um it was i i was very grateful for his assistance uh i know it took him a while to warm up to me uh and uh but once he did, and he was helping me, and with the guys that he had trained, uh, it was an amazing thing.
4: Well, I'd say that the, the first thing that I, I remember about Coach Houser here is that uh, the very first time somebody threw a strike on the opposite side, our bowlers got up and high-fived him, and he says, what are they doing? They're not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> He's a wrestling coach, so in wrestling you don't do that. Yeah. But in the, the sport of bowling, you you rec- recognize what you're opponents are doing because it's quite an accomplishment to pick up a big split or throw three, four, five in a row Um, the Apopka team did something this year that hadn't been done and as far as I know it's only been done in the collegiate ranks once by females, they shot a perfect Baker game, which was awesome Um, I've had a lot to do with a lot of these bowlers from their very wee years, like when they were in elementary school I picked up Pete when he was eight. I worked with Grant when he was going into middle school. I mean, they've been there for a long time. They've put a lot of hours into what they're doing. And Coach Hauser was a great motivator. Yes, he didn't know much about the sport when he came around, but he was able to keep the kids uplifted and motivated and get into the opponent's heads. And that takes a special thing. I can't do that, and I've been teaching the game for 45 years. Some, uh,
3: Bud, uh, at the time that uh, I was coaching, uh, which was in 2013, I retired. Um, he had been he'd been the youth league bowling director, I guess, as the position. seventeen years. Yeah, seventeen years at Waukaiba Brunswick Plains. He just recently retired, and. Uh, the story now is, you know, we won in 2013, and now uh, the school is proudly uh, running a three-time state run here with the bowling team because uh, they have been able to continue the success that happened in 2013. Um, the coaching staff has changed a little. I retired. Uh, my son, Todd, who had been my assistant um, when I was the four years that I was coaching uh, at the Popka took over the program, but he also then was able... Because Bud had retired, and then also another coach from had been at Lake Brantley, a a former head coach, Doug Campbell, also became available. So um, Todd has the advantage of not just having Bud as a helper at the alley. He's actually his assistant coach now. So Bud is on staff assistant coach he's wearing the state championship ring right there they won two of them from the last two seasons so I didn't have him as an assistant so my son's a little luckier than than I was but uh, still Bud was helping everybody back then but um, we're just grateful to have Mr. Endicott and what he adds to the program and and we have a big year coming up I think they have a chance uh, this year um, again with the team they have coming back they're losing they lost some quality guys, but they also have a real good team coming back. And uh, what do you think, yeah, Bud? We've got,
4: we got great quality coming in. Um, we got to get them back in the bowling center to start working for the fall. But right now we're working with the existing team from the third-year championship to go to the very first inaugural high school national championship. It's going to be in Davie County at Sawgrass Lane's on the 30th of july is the individuals and the team is going to be on sunday the 31st so right now our team's coming back together the the boys team is coming back together to start practicing and getting things back like it was when we won our state championship we still have a little bit of work to do but it's manageable and if they put forth half the effort that they did for the state championship here in the state of florida i believe we're going to win the nationals uh, we're also taking a singles individual, the runner-up Sam Johnson down there for singles. So we accomplished quite a bit last year, set a lot of records. It was the first team in history of Florida State Bowling to do three times. The first individual in the state, in the state for the same high school individual winner, and we also had the runner-up who had an injury in the last game before the finals and pulled a muscle in her forearm and was unable to compete like she had been competing she was averaging right around 230 and when you shoot 235 and get beat 245 there's not much you can do when you have an injury she wound up second, she's healed she's ready to go, we're putting her back in the center and get her straightened back up a little bit because after they leave for the high school they go out and do their thing with the bowling and you see them on Saturdays or occasionally on a Tuesday night we also have 13 of our kids going to junior gold in, in Annapolis. So, and a lot of those are our high school team, which I think is quite an accomplishment. So,
3: um, the girls' team's really picked up a lot now, hasn't it, Bud? In well, the last, so, I, from I mean, from last year now to this year coming up, we should be a lot better with the girls, you think? I
4: hope we get the girls to come back in. I've started seeing them start coming back in the center, I've talked to them a little bit. Um, if we get them back, and, and get working with them real good. maybe we will take a state championship this year with them. Yes
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and, and that's one of the great parts of the story. It's not just the boys bowling team. it's the girls have emerged. It's Samantha is, is, the, is the, the bowler who was on the brink of the state championship and, and got hurt. What was her last name? Samantha Johnson. And she'll be coming back this year. Of course, Petey Virgos is a, is a two-time individual state champion, and we'll be talking with Petey a little bit later in our program, as well as a lot of the other bowlers as well. That's one of the things we're going to do on the show is give all these kids an opportunity to come on and, and say a few words and talk about their great accomplishments in Apopka Blue Daughter Bowling. Before we go to our next break, uh, Coach Bud Endicott, can you talk about a little just about your passion for bowling and for working with, with kids and, and, and with, with the youth and developing them?
4: Well, the youth are the are the future of the game. If we can't get them into the center to keep them going, the, the bowling will die because you get old dinosaurs like me. They've been around forever, and we eventually go away because we can't participate in the sport anymore. Because we get where well, we can't walk, we can't do things, and they are the future of the sport. And if, if you have to have a passion to try and get the the kids to do. You know the basic fundamentals. They just want to go up there and throw the ball, and you know that's great too. You got to have fun with the game. If you don't have fun in the game, then you're not going to want to be there. And perfect example: Pete, Pete came in. He was bowling with place, play Springs, right? And they came in every Monday afternoon. They got together. They bowled as a as a school after school, and. When you've got 28 lanes of four kids, four kids that are in elementary school, you've got a good foundation to work with. And we were bringing kids from Rock Springs back in, probably 10 years ago. We had a bus at the center, and we would go pick up kids and bring them. So they are the, the future of this game, and, and if they don't get the interest or don't get the support from the community and from their parents, it's not going to be in existence anymore. I mean... The, the unknown thing that I think a lot of people have forgotten about the Apopka Blue Daughters the boys were not the first state champions. The girls won a state championship in 2001 in Davie County at Sawgrass Lanes. We went down there, there were 68 teams. We were not even ranked anywhere and ran away with the whole thing. The Apopka Blue Daughters beat Stephanie Nations, one of the best bowlers in the world right now.
3: Was that an FSHAA? Uh, no, that's. F- F- it wasn't an F-H-S-A-A state title, was it? No, it, it was uh, back when they were all club. Okay, right, but, okay. But still, very but, cool. But, but, very cool. But it's yeah. a great, great... Just like Matt Hooveris and the girls' uh, the football title they had, too. Great right. insight
1: into kind of the behind-the-scenes story of the building of the culture of bowling in Apopka. That's how we wind up with not one state championship, but three state championships, a two-time individual champion, and, and a girl... Um, uh, Girls bowler who's on the brink of a state championship as well. Just the passion, the love of the game, the love of teaching the game, uh, Coach Endicott uh, and just the way that this 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 little culture has developed
3: right here in Northwest Orange County. Well, I think that uh, a Popka winning uh, three state titles in a row is pretty remarkable. Uh, a chance for a fourth. Um, You know, Petey has been an amazing, and this is all Petey since he's been here, right? Uh, The challenge will really be in the ongoing years, can they continue to keep the the team at the level uh, once Petey graduates? Uh, But I do believe when you become as as the notoriety that Apopka is getting for these titles that it will continue to feed itself, just like football has continued over a period of a long time, and not just one player or a set of players, but because of the reputation of the school again and again. And it, Apopka Bowling was good before this run. It's better now, and I don't think it's going to stop being better. You know, with the, with PD e. Virgosa's graduation, but I think the greatest year is maybe yet to come with this upcoming season ahead of us. Yeah, great. It's great way.
1: insight into the building of the culture and just the dedication and hard work behind the scenes. Hard work of people like Coach Bob Endicott and Coach John Hauser. And before we go to break, we do want to mention that Coach John Hauser's son Todd Hauser uh, is is Coach Hauser. John Hauser handed the baton to his son Todd Hauser, and he's uh, the coach of the last two state championships. And he's also a Popco's wrestling coach as well. Well, We're going to take our next break. When we come back, we'll talk to some of the bowlers. And we'll continue to talk bowling and barbecue from Porky's. We'll be right back.
0: It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger.
1: Welcome back to Bowling and Barbecue from Porky's highlighting Apopka's outstanding three-time state championship bowling team on our program tonight presented by Florida Door Solutions. We're going to have a great group of Apopka Blue Daughter bowlers, their fans, their family, friends and neighbors here at Porky's and Here's a little bit of what you they are having, and you'll have when you come up to Porky's. Genuine, authentic, old-fashioned Southern-style barbecue, exceptional homemade sauces, and a one and one-of-a-kind homemade sides. Unique dishes like Brunswick stew, Jim's Dirty Taters, and Summer Slaw, as well as Black-eyed Peas, Collards, and traditional faves like baked beans and mac and cheese. But of course, they got. <coughs> Porky's original sandwiches like the sloppy cow, the smoked Cuban, and the famed pig dip. It's all up at Porky's 256 East Main Street, Apopka. Come on up and see Steve and the gang and tell them you're an Apopka blue darter. also want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions and let you know that in the best Apopka tradition, Florida Door Solutions gives back. Florida Door Solutions supports youth sports, Apopka Little League, the Apopka Schools, and the Debbie Turner Cancer Care Center. Find out more about Florida's best garage door company at FLA That's FLA So now we are now joined by numerous members of the championship of pop, three time state championship of Popka blue dart bowling team. And we'll go back to Demetrius Virgos to introduce who we have here now.
2: Okay. uh, Kid, I'm looking at uh, right here, Khalid Sabat. This kid was the emotional spark plug For the second championship team, there was nobody on the team that had more passion and excitability than this kid. And you know what? There's something to be said for that. We had a lot of good bowlers. Khalid was a good bowler in his own right. He would have been a two- or three-spot bowler on any other team in the district. Yes, yes. But he was on such a deep team, but he never wavered. He was never upset that he was in the background. And he gave us that opportunity to have somebody cheering for us, and the guys were inspired by it. Um, Keith Horton. Come over here, Keith. Keith (laughs) Keith Horton, a phenomenal young talent. Uh, He's been on the last two championship teams. The first year he didn't play that much, but last year he proved his worth. Guy has really awesome mechanics. Um, I don't even think he knows how good he is, but he hasn't even scratched the surface yet. Oh,
1: he knows. He knows how good he is. We got our
2: former captain over here, Grant Dubay. who's a big LeBron James fan, but we're not going to touch on that. Woo, chance! At any rate, he was the uh, inspirational leader also. He, uh, he kept the guys calm, but he did it differently than Khalid. He did it with a quiet calming normal effect you know just everybody knew that when grant was serious they should be serious too he was a great leader and it was also exemplified by the way he bowled uh, always attentive always wanting everybody to be in a structured environment so we could go forth for the one common goal this is gage stelling gage was a uh, really a catalyst in the second championship in his first year because we needed to do some substituting and in the championship matches, there was no other team that did it. I had never seen it done before. We had used him to do some substituting and it helped us win the second championship. In his next year, um, he had a great year. I think he led the whole district in average and when we went to the states, he was the number one qualifier in the four game set for... um, for the district individuals. Um, next to him is the only other kid besides Pete to have three rings. Nick Moyer, who is always always known what you're going to get with Nick. Always steady, always there. Good for the strike ball. We had him in the opening spot for, for uh, almost the whole three years. They chucked him around a little bit last year because we were experimenting with the other kids. Uh, he is a district champion. Um, he's won various uh, tournaments around... The uh, the area, you know, the county um, He works hard just like the rest of these guys And um, like I said, he's got three rings Which is kind of cool I, I don't know how many kids uh, Have three high school championship rings in any sport And um, he's, he, we're actually losing Nick this year Unfortunately he's going to go to college We tried to get him to fail But then he would <laughs> let him bowl So um, Alex Highfield Big Was Tampa. on the team this year He was a newcomer um, and, and so was um, Kiefer copy uh, Now, those two guys are standing right next to each other. Um, what did I say? Alex was a big part, and Kiefer was, about motivating each other. These were the guys on a team so deep, this was the last spot on the team that we needed to figure out who was going to be the go-to guy. At the beginning of the year, I think Alex had a slight edge, and I think what that did is it, it inspired him and motivated Kiefer to work very, very hard at a very high level. And that's that's what Alex brought to the team. It's like when an NFL team brings in two quarterbacks to compete so they can get the best out of both of them. These two guys were every bit of as important as our championship run in the third year as, as any one of the other guys, and we were proud to have them. Jonathan was on the first team, and, and I would be uh, – we were missing somebody, Billy – Daniel Dixon. Again – Jonathan as it was a decent bowler. There was a lot of bowlers on the team, but he was at every practice. He supported the team. He he never wavered. He never had. A, he was never upset, you know, about playing time. But he was there for us. He made, he made us better too. In practice, um, there were certain times where Coach was able to put him in, but he was, like I said, the emotional side of Apopka bowling. The Khalid that helped out and and, and Coach Hauser's. Uh, psychology and um, things like and all the all the parents and all the supporters, it, it raised us to another level. So having people on the team like Jonathan and Billy, or Bill what do they call him? Daniel and uh, Khalid. It, 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 to me, it's just as important as having Petey and Gage, and Nick and Grant. You know, because you got have the right we chemistry. Never had, we never had a guy on the team that wanted to be. It, you know, these guys, they, they really care about each other. You know, it's like a brotherhood. And they, they want to win together, and they all looked out for each other, and they all helped each other when they were down. So I'm convinced it was a good, very good chemistry.
1: That's a great point, and it's, inter- it's an interesting sport because bowling's very much of an individual sport, but when you're on a team and you're competing against other teams, you've you got to have that teamwork aspect as well. And, uh, you know, the looking out for the team caring about your teammate um it's, it's just a huge part of it
2: and a huge part of our success let's give you an idea of, of numbers um, not you know three years a Popka, last three years championship runs regular season record is 54 and 0 they're undefeated three straight metro championships one district championship three straight state championships um there are games uh the matches that we've had where, where the lineup was so good where we could probably have three guys beat any other school's five guys combined score uh, and we were a little worried last year because our guys look flat and and I told the coaches I said you know what it is they don't have a challenge they're going into these matches they're beating other teams by over a thousand pins which is huge it's like a football team winning 81 to seven and they can't get up for these games but when it came time and we went to the states and a level of competition was brought up that's when we seen the best of these guys come out they just needed to have something in front of them that was a challenge
1: now demetrius can you why don't we just talk about you know the last uh, this last season talk about the challenges and one of the great things is, is the team didn't get complacent like you're talking about it's very as we all know one of the most difficult things in sports is is to repeat once you won that first championship and now we've done it twice and but but it's been difficult both times uh just kind of talk about the road this year because i know we got knocked into uh what, what the losers bracket it, um in, in a key uh, postseason tournament yeah and in another year uh we didn't even we didn't even win the district we came in second in the district and and kind of hang on to survive just to keep keep advancing through the playoffs
2: yeah yeah the first year and the third year we we had lost the district um it's a good point the first year when we went to states and we weren't a district championship team we um i want to say we qualified around 10th out of the out of the uh, 40 teams that were there that day and we made the top 16 and then we we were able to beat every team that came before us the rest of that day and we won in the morning and then when you do that you're undefeated you stay in the winner's bracket you don't have to bowl again till mid-afternoon you have about an eight-hour layover Uh, It's a really long time for the guys to get cold. Um, The next year, we were district champions. We did the same thing. We were more dominant. I believe we might have been first or second overall in the qualifying. But we we uh, we won every match before us, and then we only had to bowl one more match the next day. The third year was a very different dynamic. We lost on the first day. We got moved over to the losers bracket. And, and it was very shocking for, for these guys. It was shocking to the parents, to the coaches, to everybody. It's like, you know, we, we haven't lost. This is new grounds for us. So we went into the loser's bracket, and what that meant is, is we had to bowl all day the next day just to get back to where we rightfully had to be. And the other dynamic to it is when we did make it to the finals, not only did we have to win best out of five, if that team in the winner's bracket, we is double jeopardy. We had to beat them best out of five twice to win the state championship. I want to say that the, the third one was the hardest one. Uh, I mean, it's where these guys showed a lot of resilience. I think Fred Priest, he, he had some words for him. He told us to, to the story about David and Goliath. I mean, he inspired the kids, and they were able to come forth and win. And, of course, it inspired us. You know, when Petey was able to win, it inspired us to see Gage do what he did at his age, to go in there and just... Just dominate. I don't know. I was looking at the record things. I can't remember if it's a record. But he scored well over a 1,000 pins in four games uh, on on a qualifying. He's the number one qualifier. Uh, So, I mean, we we had a lot of things to be proud of. uh, Samantha Johnson coming in second, dominating the girls' side. Uh, And when you go to these state matches, other teams have about 50 people tops maybe 30 popka has a couple hundred people there 300
1: people yeah that's one of the big part stories is community support we'll talk about that when we come back from break before we go to break coach matt Hooverus of blue daughter flag football is listening and he wants to make it clear that blue daughter flag football state championship was a sanctioned for high school <laughs> athletic association championship of course um, as we heard today on the afternoon edition morning edition of Blue Darter Sports Central. Coach Hooverus was on the staff when flag football was a, was a club sport, but he started uh, as a sanctioned, FHSAA sanctioned sport as the head coach, and our state championship is officially sanctioned and 100% legit. Anyway, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back with Bowling and Barbecue from Porky's. It's Blue
0: Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger.
1: Welcome back to Bowling and Barbecue, live from Porky's. Original barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. We've got the entire Apopka Blue Darter bowling family here at Porky's and Joe I had Pretty no idea yet. there were there were so many of them there is a lot and a lot of humans here and they're still coming and they're still lined up and it's a great night at Porky's that we celebrate Florida's best high school bowling program the Apopka Blue Darter bowlers three-time consecutive state champion first time that's ever been done P.D. Virgo's two-time individual state champion. Samantha Johnson came in second and was on the brink of a, a girls' championship before she was injured during the contest. And she's back for her uh, – we will be back this year. And a lot of other great bowlers, each individual, contributed to this success. And, of course, it was great to speak to coaches earlier – in the program, Coach John Hauser, who won the first championship, and Coach Bud Indicott, who ran the bowling the, the youth bowling program over at Brunswick Haiva Lanes, which was really the, the foundational aspect of these championships in this bowling culture. Now, Demetrius, who, who are we going to hear from this in this final segment?
2: Well, I guess Peter's got the mic there, like Bobby Vinton or something. So okay, then, then some we've things. got another we got was, another coach we want to get into, uh, right? The Bobby yeah, Vinton, I mean, move? Uh, Coach Campbell. <laughs> coach Campbell. <laughs> Coach Campbell, Larry Bird, Cam. would you please step up to the mic, sir, please?
4: We're seeking got... your
2: appearance, you know. Uh, you know, the, this year, uh, the last two years, we had the assistance of uh, Coach Campbell. Who, Bobby uh, Vinton. That's the first time I've heard of Bobby Vinton in, in 35 <laughs> years.
4: You know, and, and the whole mic move wasn't Bobby Vinton I knew.
2: Doug has been an been avid, lifelong bowler. Uh you know, bowling in uh, various men's leagues, commercial leagues. Uh, was involved with the Lake Brantley High School bowling. Uh, they got them to perform at a high level. The, the uh, first year we went to championship, um, and uh, he made uh, a move over to Apopka. The last two years, and, and what he did is, is he gave us that um, that technical side of it, uh, where where Bud can focus on the girls and Doug can help uh, coach Hauser's son on the technical aspect. He was uh, kind of being Bud. The way Bud was for Coach Hauser, he was being Bud for Young Hauser. So um, I truly believe that in our third year we won the championship, it, it took coaching moves literally in the last day, shaking up the lineup, and it's using a different philosophy and strategy to put us over the top. I think it was more coaching on the third championship than it was on the other two. That's my opinion, and I think Doug brought that to the table. Thank you for joining us.
1: Appreciate your contributions. I'm glad to be here. And, and I think just to pick up there, I just a, as a, as an observer, it looked like the third championship was was the most difficult, and mm-hmm. often that's the way it goes. That's why teams don't repeat as champions because it it, it 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 keeps getting rat the pressure gets ratcheted up higher and higher, and
5: and the bar keeps going higher. Well, it wasn't only that that we lost a lot of our top guys from the years before with the Thornton boys, the twin you know the twins, the powerhouse, you know Grand Du Bay, and all that. So we did have a great team prior to that the boys blended together they had bowled together all their life and then when you lose a key part of that they have to rebuild and they were lucky enough that these boys got to have enough to fall back on with the other well, the other bowlers that were coming up from the lower ranks
1: that's a great point. Because is you create it, a new identity, yeah. losing key members, key bowlers like the Thornton twins, like others, and but still having new, new talent, young Bud coming in and, and picking right up and contributing and bringing their own unique talents.
2: Yes. It,
5: um, it, it also helped with, but you know, with I, I was with Bud Hendicott. You know, I was brought in as a coach, and I was lucky enough that. Uh, James Thornton and Dimitri approached me about coming over from uh, when I coached for Lake Brantley High School to come over to Apopka, and I've known most of these boys since they were, you know, bowling for 10 years now, you know, 15 years when they all started, when they were in little league, you know, little little. Youth bowlers, and um, it's been great to see them excel to the level that they are. That you uh, you had the luck, to, you know, to watch Pete Virgo's, you know, show that he's a repeat champion, individual champion twice in a year, you know two years, and hopefully this year he'll have the same to repeat again.
1: Now, Demetrius, uh, you, know, you want to get some of the guys on here? We in our final yeah. moments here.
2: Oh, uh, here. Hey, you say anything, Nick, I Nick, yeah. Alex.
1: Got Good Nick Moyers here, PD Virgos. Well, got, I, I got, it was, question, now it's uh, Nick. What, what was now your, it's open mic with the Popkin Bluewater Bowling? Well, what this, was this, your, could uh, get sc- this
2: could get scary. L- let's do this. If we, if I've we got, got my got, hand on the control. If, <laughs> hey, if we got enough time, let's do this. It, it, pass the thing around, to everybody. I'm gonna ask you a question and try to answer it briefly. What, what is what is uh, the most? The, the, the greatest thing that you took away from being in this program and winning all these championships and making these friends, when you're leaving and going to college, what, what is what is your favorite thing about it? What did it do for you? Um, the thing it did the most for me is help build friendships and m- m- show that
5: we're one big family and all the camaraderie that we've grown together throughout
2: this past four years for me. Let's get answered. That's Nick Kiefer? Nick Moyer, by the way. It's Nick Moyer. Go ahead, and give it to Kiefer. Nick Moyer, again, you know, three-time champion, graduating. We're gonna miss him. Um, I don't know if he's bowing in college or not. Are you? He should. <laughs> Kiefer, what, what did you take away from the program? What, what's your favorite thing? Uh, really, the camaraderie with, all, with, uh, like, learning how to work as a team, and it's it's really shown me that uh, you can take any people,
1: uh, any group of guys, and really form a brotherhood. And work together to accomplish anything it's a powerful lesson
2: Alex this is Alex Highfield senior Uh, departing senior senior. Uh, well
4: um, what what I really learned from this program was just um, how to have fun in like a serious situation because a lot of times when you're bowling it gets um, really tense and really serious but um, when you can just have fun with it uh, it really makes it a memorable experience rather than just something that you have to do like, we want to win. We don't just want, we don't have to win. We just want to win, which is something that um, I think you can
2: apply to life. Just have fun, even in the serious situations.
1: Oh, what a powerful lesson. Some people live a whole, most people live no. a whole lifetime and never, never learn that.
2: Jonathan, what did you what did you take away from the program? What, did, what is your favorite thing? And, and this is Jonathan. Jonathan Jodham.
1: Um I would
4: say the best
1: thing was like teamwork and getting to know all these great guys, you know. It was a great year with them and the past 4 years that I was on the team. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. And I do I wish I could uh, go back again? Yes, I do. Plus you're taking
2: a ring with you. Yeah, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> How about Gabe Stelling? What? What's What's up? You, what 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 of you? You're still in the program, but what can you take away from the last 2 years? Yeah, uh <laughs>
0: What I can take away from the last couple of years is it's been a fun experience, and not very many people can say that both years that they have bowled for their school is they've won state champions. And it's been a fun time with the team and a great experience for me as I've been
2: bowling. Excellent. How about you, Khalid?
1: Absolutely. Very few people in life can say they're a champion at anything.
2: <laughs> and now we go well, to Khalid. What I got from the team is uh, I know we joked a lot. Some would say too much. Um, but... <laughs>
4: But when it got time to get serious, that we really got way <laughs> serious. So that, that pulled the team together in a fun way with all the joking and as a team when
2: we needed it to be a team. Incidentally, uh, Khalid was a victim of uh, high fives Amazing. and was an injured reserve, I don't know how many times, from Pete, right in the forehead.
1: Yeah, I did uh, fall victim to that. Go
2: ahead. What did you take away from the program?
1: What, what now, we, we go to Petey Virgos? Well what I took away from the program is just how much we were able to, you know, grow in the in the past three years. Uh, it just it all started, you know, with Well, how should I put it? I always uh, tongue twist this. So
2: you think about i Grant tell us. <laughs> now we we'll go to Grant
1: Dubai? Uh, you know, it's just learning to Trust your teammates, but also realizing that, you know, you had to do your own part and really just, uh, you know, relying on others, learning from coaches and trusting everybody, really.
2: Well, as far as Pete goes, I guess he's kind of shy tonight. Yeah, likewise. But the thing that it did for us, aside from winning, aside from uh, Pete being a a champion, you know, these are friends he made for life, and everybody knows the story. More important than Pete being a champion or ever throwing a 300 game. Uh, a lot of people think it's the most important things to us, but you know what? It's just giving my son an identity. It's giving him something to do with his life. And and it it allowed him to be happy with a bunch of guys. And no matter whatever happens with bowling, it gave us this time in a life with me and him to become closer because we travel together, go to tournaments together, and we got to meet all these great people and he made all these great friends. So it's deeper than bowling. It's just something that he couldn't play any other sport and it allows us to be together. And these guys are all great guys. Um, they stuck together and, and that's what it is And
1: yeah You have lifelong friends A family for life Demetrius How about this young man Back here you have to- Keith,
2: Keith you Horton? Horton Yes <laughs> Oh yeah you are We're no. talking Come no. on Keith
1: you know, Who is this This is Keith, Keith Horton. Horton Okay Keith
2: What do you like to do In sports Why don't you send him up With
1: a question Demetrius In our last 30 seconds What
2: is, uh, what is your favorite thing that, that About a popcorn Bowling That you've taken away From in the last two years uh I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's me. there's so much. There's so much to <laughs> deal with. Well, well before, as we close out, thank you guys for being here. We really appreciate all your accomplishments. We're very proud of you. Thanks to all your parents and your friends and supporters for coming. Thanks to the coaches, and thanks to Steve and the gang at Porky's and to our friends at Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain for supporting this program. Thanks to Pete in the studio, Joe on site. Friends, thank you for joining us for bowling and barbecue. Now it's time for some barbecue. Come on up and join us at Porky's. Celebrating
0: 50 years as Apopka's hometown station, 1520 WBZW. Apopka Orlando. Community events, financial news, weather, traffic, and